morning is a day of rejoicing. Without this morning, there will be no gospel. There will be no good news. Jesus would have been a corn man. Because he had deceived people I will die and I will rise up again. And he didn't rise up. <laughs> but this validates all that he said. And for me, this morning when they were singing the Hallelujah song, I was so glad, very happy inside me. I believe that yeah, when Jesus rose up in heaven, the whole heaven got up. You know, there was a conversation between uh, Satan and death that I'm going to kill the guy. And when I kill him, make sure you keep him there. <laughs> so death said, oh, you just do it, do it. When you finish, I will make sure I keep him. Uh, have you ever seen me keeping anybody here and the person going out from this place? This prison is totally secure. So you bring him So Satan orchestrated, put hatred in the heart of people, and they managed to get him, and he was killed. And when he hung on the, on the cross, uh, and he said, it is finished, I said, Bishop, whether it's finished or not. Satan might have, with his angel, maybe he, he himself was around, making sure that this guy, because he heard, that he said three days he'll get up. So the first one week I will be part of the, <laughs> the team. Then for the first time, for the first time, light went into hell. And he said, All you who are prisoners who the devil have kept here, come out. Come out. He disarmed death. Because the scripture says that it was impossible for death to keep him. It was what? It is impossible for death to keep him. Today, the power of resurrection, it is still there. If anything is dead, it will revive. I say, if anything is dead in your life, it shall revive today. Dreams, contracts, finances, marriages, health, whatsoever is dead, will resurrect. 
what you think is gone will come back again. Faith in the resurrection has power. So the early church, what they knew was the resurrection. What they were preaching was the resurrection. But the latter day churches like us have gradually moved from the resurrection to non-essentials. Other things are good. It's good to be rich. But riches without resurrection, I don't like it. It's good to have a position. Position without resurrection, I don't like it. It's good for people to hail you. For you to hail me when I die and I'm gone, I don't like it. I believe that the key to the gospel is the resurrection. If the resurrection did not happen, then it is useless for us to come and sit here. Our faith is useless. Our faith in God is validated by the resurrection. Even when you are suffering, you believe that there is a resurrection. When you are going through any situation, we believe that there is a resurrection. Look, faith without resurrection is dead. And will not work. Abraham, our father, a father of faith, his key, what, even though Jesus hadn't resurrected, he projected into the future and knew the God of resurrection. The Bible says that when everything looked hopeless, he got it listen, and created hope in the midst of hopelessness. Believing in the God, knowing that God is able to do what? To bring back to what? Life. To the dead. Resurrection. It is his faith in resurrection that gave him power, that gave him the courage to sacrifice his only begotten son. He knew that God has promised. He knew that God cannot lie. He knew that God said, through this one, you will do this. And if the same God has sacrificed him, he knew that that God has the power to resurrect Isaac. So it strengthened his faith. So as we walk in this life and we meet situation, what will make your faith strong is when you believe 
in the resurrection. People have been born. How many of you have seen people born before? You were born. Except you came out of some spiritual uh, spiritual. But every human being here, I presume you have a mother and a father, isn't it? You have a birthday. Even if you don't know your birthday, you were born in a day. So Jesus was born, so we, 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 we celebrate Christmas. Every, everybody, people can say, oh, okay, there will be, everybody's born. Jesus lived on this earth. Yes, and all of us also lived, isn't it? You've seen people walking around. Even when Jesus died, you also see people die, isn't it? But there's only one thing we haven't seen. Somebody who have said, I am going to die. He predicted his devil and predicted his resurrection. And that when I rise up, I'll go and meet you in Galilee. He predicted his death, predicted his resurrection, and he said, in three days, I will rise up. So his disciple even forgot that he said three days. But his enemies he remembered. And they did everything to stop the resurrection. They put a stone there. <laughs> and somebody put stone in our life, in our businesses, in your marriages, in your descent, and they think they have sealed it. Resurrection morning, that thing cannot hold you. That disease cannot keep you. That sickness cannot keep you. That failure cannot keep you. That circle of failure cannot keep you. You are going to break loose. But in their mind, somebody must come and open the tent. Go inside and do something. No. The resurrection power a stone cannot keep it. The resurrection power, the soldiers cannot keep it. The resurrection power, nothing can keep it. That morning, the very power that is now living in you. We don't understand. Believers don't understand that we have the same, that resurrection power that could break through king's decrees. That could break through Stones and rocks that could break through and sustain a dead body for three days, that thing is in you. It has been transferred in you. That is why Satan has no power to take your life. That is why the world cannot stop you. That is why any situation cannot keep you. That is why you cannot be discouraged in life. The resurrection power nothing can stop it. If Jesus had not risen, our faith would have been useless. Why would we then be believing and 
believe in God, why would the disciples then will preach that he's resurrected and they will catch them and whip them and beat them if they knew he hadn't resurrected? What is the essence in that? Preaching what is not true and you're suffering for it. Why wouldn't we live any kind of life? You did if that is the end of the world. People say that six feet at last. But the believers, six feet is not the last. It is the beginning of power. This world, what everybody fear is death. Some of us still fear the grief. Some of us can even not sleep. How many of you can go and sleep at the cemetery? Midnight, you're afraid. When you walk in and you want to step on somebody's grave, you're afraid. You think the person will shake and Everybody is afraid of death. Oh? It was not coronavirus that we were afraid of. What the world was afraid was death. If coronavirus was not killing people, nobody would mind it. The world will not cry. For solution. But there are other viruses that infect people. <laughs> Why did the world come stand still? It's not because of the virus. It's because of the effect of the virus that kills. Because of death. The fear of death kept pastors, president, church members, non-church members, and they locked all of us down, locked down. It was death that locked us down. Hey, prophet. Who can sing Kesi? Imagine the virus, those who believed that the virus are not real. Even the lockdown, they move out. Isn't it? They didn't care and they were living any life until some of them got infected. So the fear is not a virus. The fear is the effect of the virus. But for your information, I believe that it was a fine opportunity if the church had measured in the resurrection power it was a fine opportunity when the well was looking for solution to stand and to prove it. But we are not perfect yet. 
we are moving. I believe that a time shall come. We should understand this realization so much that death will not be feared. Once you understand the resurrection, sin no longer has power over you. If we know we are going to resurrect, we know whatever suffering we are suffering today, there's going to be a result, a, a, a great reward in future. From Paul, if you have time, go and read the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul took time to share with us the resurrection. He shared with us how the resurrection, the, how the belief, why we believe in the resurrection. He shared with us that the resurrection is a central theme of the gospel. When you take the resurrection from the gospel, the gospel is empty. Anything less than the resurrection is not the gospel. It might be centered gospel on God's love, the gene. His only begotten son no other person can save you. Who is sinless? There's. Because you cannot just sin to replay, to redeem a sinner. Not only his death, precious blood, that his precious blood covered us. The E, ever risen Christ. The one who rose and is still alive. There are some, they rose and they died. You remember there were some times some people were going to bury a dead man. And while they were going at Elisha's tomb, and they saw some, some thieves that were coming, very armed robbers, and they threw the dead body, and the dead body fell on the, on the bones of Elisha and the man got up and was just started chasing them. People died and resurrected. Elijah resurrected people. Elisha did it, isn't it? The woman whose son was sick and died, didn't he get up? Lazarus resurrected. But where are they? They died again. That's not the type of resurrection I'm talking about. I'm talking about a resurrection that nothing, death will have no hold over you again. A resurrection that when Satan sees you, he begins to run away. A resurrection that have no, that have power over sickness and disease. That's the kind of resurrection. If you read the book of Acts, what they were preaching was the resurrection. Paul was preaching it. Peter was preaching it. Let's look at the Acts chapter 2. Verse 24. 
Act 2, 24. It was after the day of Pentecost when Peter addressed a crowd, people thought they were drunk. People were given different interpretation of Christianity, the way we behave. They won't understand you. They think you are crazy. And Paul stood and said, we are not drunk. It's so early. So he began to preach to them. He said, men of Israel, listen to this. Jesus of what? Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles. Wonders and signs, isn't it? Wonders and what? Which God did through him in your midst as you yourself also know. But you compare them to other prophets. You say, oh, Yatibida. Let's go on to the next verse. Him being delivered by what? The determined purpose and foreknowledge of God. Hallelujah. When the devil thinks that he's working something in your life, he doesn't know that it's a determined purpose with God plan behind. He thinks he's destroying you but he doesn't know that he's giving you the power to be able to walk through walls. You have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and do what? Put to death. Let's continue. Whom? I love that. Say whom? God raised what? Up. Having loosed the pains of what? Death. Because it was not what? Possible that he should be held by it. It was not what? Possible for death to hold Jesus. So he that believes in him, even though he is dead, yet shall he live. Jesus always gave assurances of resurrection. He did not give us assurance that we won't die, but he gave us the assurance that, look, even if you die, you shall live. The worst you can do to me is to kill me. But you can't keep me forever deaf. I will and I shall resurrect again. Because there is a power in me, the resurrection power. The spirit in you, the resurrection spirit, it will keep you alive. This should strengthen you as a believer. Let nothing put you down. Even if you fall and as if everything has left your hand, don't cry. Put yourself together. Because there is what we call the resurrection power. The resurrection power. The resurrection power. Let nothing hit you and destroy your faith. Jesus 
still alive. He is alive. I like Peter. And I like Paul. Paul spoke that it is a central theme of the gospel. You cannot preach the gospel. The gospel is not to explain the resurrection. The resurrection is to explain the gospel. Once you see the resurrection, you know that the gospel is a good news for every man. When there is no resurrection, what kind of good news are you going to preach? Our good news is that we will rise up again. So, it's a central theme for every gospel. Even if you want to preach the gospel of prosperity, resurrection should be the central theme. If you want to preach the gospel of healing, resurrection should be the central theme. If you want to preach on the gospel of marriages or family, resurrection should be the central theme. So resurrection should not be left in any part of our life. It is also a fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies. The Old Testament have prophesied and he came to fulfill it. That nothing could hold him. There's a New Testament one. It also was attested by many eyewitnesses. It's not just some women just saw it and said it. No. Some of oh, we give, I give different reasons. Oh, no, no, the people were hallucination. And they think they are seeing Jesus. Brothers, Mary Magdalene saw him. The first to see him. Other women at the tomb also saw him. Saw him. Peter in Jerusalem also saw him. The two travelers on the road to Emmaus, they were not even thinking about Christ. They heard that the man had resurrected and they themselves were doubting the resurrection. And they were discussing these women every day. Every day, they have some, some lapel. They would talk, talk. So women went to the brigadier and said they saw Jesus. They said, hey, ma'am, so that's what they were saying. <laughs> but the one, because their mind was not on Christ, they thought he was dead. They never imagined that that resurrected Christ would walk with them. So they were complaining that Jesus took them through the scriptures. And he explained the resurrection through the Old Testament. That this is the fulfillment of it. They said they did not understand until he made as if he was passing. And he said, sit down. And they come and just eat and rest. He sat with them. Then they were going to eat. He took the bread. And when he prayed, when he broke the bread, 
they saw that he prayed. Jesus used to pray in a certain way. He used to bless food in a certain way. And when he said, ah, this man is doing it like my savior, uh, our savior. When they looked at him, he was the one. Before they could say, Jack, the man is gone. Reversing power. <laughs> so it's not that they have a preconceived mind that Jesus has resurrected. So they ran back, told them, and they were not the only people. Ten disciples behind closed doors. People who were afraid. Who thought Jesus was died, that has died? They were behind closed doors, and Jesus appeared. Ten. Man was Thomas. That time Thomas was not there. Judas Iscariot too had uh, caused, uh, had, had his suicide and he died. So the ten were there and Jesus appeared to them. So not one saw it. All of them saw Christ. How can ten people have hallucination at the same time? Then it should be some great hallucination. <laughs> and they heard the same thing the person told them. Then this hallucination is different. So it's a proof. Not only the ten. All the eleven disciples saw him. When this man came and added, Thomas came and they told him. Thomas said, Wallahi. You Peter, so you believe this. Hey, John. Ah, look. Okay, school, a doctor. So you believe this. While he was talking, he said, Matthew, touch collector. So you believe that this man is Jesus. Unless I see him with my eyes and I touch Somebody might be playing tricks. Before he's finished, he appeared. He said, this, I am the one. Put your hand inside. <laughs> he said, master. <laughs> then, <laughs> so the 11, he revealed himself to. Then, not only the 11, he said, oh, the disciples with their mind, then seven disciples while they were fishing on the sea. So it's not one time he appeared. When they were fishing, and Peter forgot that, he jumped and he was playing, playing, Jesus appeared. So there were seven of them, he also appeared, and anytime he appeared, all the people that were around there saw him. It's not one person, I have seen Jesus, but they all did one. Saw him. Then, it's not only the seven disciples, 11 disciples on the mount, mountain of Galilee also saw him. Then more than, according to uh, Paul, more than 500, more than 500 people also saw Jesus. How can 500 people people have hallucination and see the same person doing the same thing and doing the same. So I'm just proving to you that Jesus resurrected. Paul 
was talking like a lawyer, giving his evidence that there was. So he also mentioned that me, myself, I'm also an eyewitness. I saw him. I'm the last. Even after he has gone into heaven, me too, I saw him. So, the resurrection is true. The world will try to change the gospel to any other gospel. But the resurrection is still the same. I am telling you that if Jesus rose from the dead, he promised us that we too will rise. So you can believe his word. He said he will die. He died. He said he will resurrect. He resurrected. What can't you believe again? Those validated what God said about his son. Christ is alive. Most of us are preaching the historical Jesus. Because he's alive, your prayers can be answered. Because he's alive, he intercedes for you always. Before, because he's alive, Anytime you are praying, he receives your prayer and sends it to the Father. He does not look. If we were to go to God directly, like some of us, we sinned two weeks ago, we sinned last week, we even sinned this morning. And we won't have boldness. I said, my blood has washed you. I died for you. I have resurrected. I'm interceding for you. I'm interceding for your sins. Even yesterday. Even today. Even tomorrow. I have interceded for you. You can have the boldness to come to him. You can overcome sin by my resurrection. I want us to understand that the resurrection is the key, is the key, is the key. No one can hold you. Don't let any human being, any system to intimidate believers. They cannot intimidate you because your source is alive. The leaders are dead. The great leaders, great philosophers, they came and spoke great things, but none of them is alive. But we have our Jesus who is still alive, listening to us, looking to us, interceding for us, so we have a future. We can believe that when we also die, we will not remain at the grave. We will rise up in Jesus' name. God bless you.